Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Radical Visuals Podcast. I'm your host, Radu Stochitsa, and this week we bring you an introduction into our own world. We're here to discuss video games, films, graphic novels, and analyze them critically by using a Marxist and anarchist theory. We bring us well into use visual, film, and game studies theory in order to promote a cross-disciplinary approach to studying media. We are comprised of one person at this moment, Radu Stokitsa, an international student from Romania at Bowdoin College in the United States of America. If you want to stay up to date, subscribe to our show on all available podcast platforms, visit our website at radicalvisuals.noblogs.org, and follow Radu on Twitter at stochita underscore radu, and on Instagram at S-T-O-C-H-I-T-A dot R-A-D-U The main difference between Twitter and Instagram is the underscore for Twitter and for Instagram the dot or the full stop. We hope you'll enjoy this episode and have a great day. Uh, I remember playing video games since a very early age. My father bought my first computer when I was three. It was secondhand, one of those bulky ones that take up a big amount of space on one's desk. I remember playing Tomb Raider and Zuma without giving much thought to what I was doing. It felt fun and a good escape from everyday's life. I was an introvert child for a big part of my early years, often finding refuge in stories or video games. As I grew older, so did my experience with the visual world. I became accustomed to Call of Duty, Battlefield, Borderlands, Mortal Kombat. These were the universes in which I would escape after a long day at school, in which I did not manage to achieve much. I was not a bad student, but my curiosity at the time was not very much developed. School did not encourage asking questions as much as it did the mere reproduction of whatever the teacher would tell us. To fulfill the need for curiosity, I turned more heavily to video games, with a strong desire of tiptoeing through those virtual worlds. I remember walking through forest Ukraine as I was on a mission of assassinating an enemy. I remember going through mountainous areas filled with beasts and monsters where I would clench my fist and yell out loud, let's go boys, let's go. I was all by myself, a hero in those games, freeing the world from the danger of the Russians or from the Zergs in Starcraft. After hours of playtime a day, I would get into my bedsheets, thinking of how much greatness I produced today. I was happy for saving the world, and it felt empowering that everyone else trusted me to do so a kid in the boots of a soldier, holding an M16. It took me a long time to start looking critically at games. No one around me was talking about them in a critical manner. My friends would discuss the quality of the rifles in the latest Call of Duty, or the enjoyment of killing some Nazis in Wolfenstein. When we talked about the storyline, we often focused on ideas of enjoyment. We did not really ask questions and were not encouraged to do so. Our parents did not know what those mediums presented and the powers that they held upon us. They were more afraid that we would become violent beasts once taken away from the computer screen, but none of my friends did so, even if we had hundreds of hours spent on shooters. The first time when a critical thought rushed through my head was when playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. At the beginning of the game, there is this mission in which you are disguised as a Russian terrorist. 
having to shoot up an airport. It was a massacre. You would shoot innocent people just not to be recognized as an intruder, which might compromise the mission. You were the chosen one, the one to self-sacrifice, to kill those terrorists, and to free the world from the Russian threat. I stopped after this mission, I felt a gut in my throat, starting to question why did I press the trigger? I tried not to, but the game said that I failed. I had to, and in a hurry of getting this done, out of my mind, finished it quickly to move into killing the bad guys, I was massacring an entire airport. Innocent people that were trying to run away from my gun as it was ravaging their bodies. I took a break and reflected. Uh, why did this game make me do this? Why should I kill those innocent people when for so long I was the good guy doing the right thing? Those questions were to be left unanswered for many years. After revisiting the game during a winter break from college, I felt the need of providing some answers to those questions. I picked up the game, booted it up, and played the mission without a blink. I massacred the airport again, killing everyone in my sight, but this time I was prepared to offer more questions to the previous one and even some more answers. I became critical of the idea of self-sacrifice aspect of the US Army, of the individualism that dominated all of those titles that I enjoyed playing as a child. I became disgusted of how much of a superhero is becoming when the game would start, something that has affected me throughout my upbringing. It led me to believe that we are all just individuals in an individualist world. Better hunt than become hunted. This is my story of how video games have changed me throughout the years. It is only a part of what I am to uncover in those upcoming episodes. Radical Visuals podcast aims at looking at video games, films, graphic novels and mediums as such while analyzing them through a Marxist and anarchist perspective. I will provide a commentary as I am playing the games, taking breaks between missions to record my thoughts and interpretations. Those reflections will be accomplished by theory, originating from a variety of Marxist and anarchist texts. On top of this, I will offer more reflection on my upbringing with video games and how it has impacted me. We do not aim to be dogmatic, but rather a critical environment where questions are encouraged. Join us in the revolution of deconstructing video games and become critical of them. A gamer's revolution is about to start. Hop on, raise your fists and become critical of the establishment. It is not enough to think of something as fun. It is not enough to think of games as refuge from the capitalist world. It is not enough to think of games as apolitical mechanisms. Regarding the production process, we want to be very transparent about how we produce this podcast. We play video games almost on a daily basis, and when we do so, we hold another computer in front of us, connected to a USB microphone. Every 30 minutes or so, when we take a break to lift ourselves from the chair, we join down some notes and record some commentary. We'll then pair this commentary, but not in all cases, with additional one, after the game has finished and our memory of it is still fresh. We will add theory uh, that we studied during this week and in the past as well. We'll include theory from books, journal articles, articles and videos, citing appropriately the authors. The episodes are comprised of impromptu reflections on the game and essay-like presentations of the theory and its relationship to the game. We promote theory across disciplines and will not be afraid of taking geography, history and sociological ideas.
We will do all the editing, adding the music, inserting the breaks and promotional material if we'll ever reach that point. For the moment, we do not make any money out of the podcast, but rather we use our own personal expenses coming from scholarships and work money to support this podcast. If we will reach the point of monetization, we will do it as ethically as possible, advertising for causes we believe in. We will consult first with our community to understand better a model to do this that will not only benefit the creators, but also the listeners. We will post weekly, on average an episode a week, but you can expect more. Not all episodes will follow the previous pattern, some will be more impromptu, others will be more researched. Values We'll provide a safe space for everyone, rejecting any form of hate speech. We encourage criticism and believe that to achieve the ideal society we cannot just ban or cancel some concepts without previously addressing them. We will abstain from promoting or encouraging consumption of certain substances, such as drugs, alcohol or tobacco. We believe that younger people could watch our shows and could get very easily influenced. We will abstain from using profanities since some people in our audience could be sensitive to those. If we are to ever make a mistake, regardless of its gravity, we would love to hear from the community on ways to improve it. We are human beings and are learning at the same time as everyone else. We will adapt our language to reach a wide audience, trying to bring academic concepts to the masses. We will moderate our community in order to make sure that the hate speech will never flourish. We are internationalists and believe in unity across borders. And we are anti-fascist, anti-racist, anti-classist, anti-homophobic and do not promote any exploitative speech. On an ending note, thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for all the support you have shown in the past, and I hope that you have enjoyed the show. Don't forget to share it with your friends and family, and please leave us a comment. My name is Rado Stokitsa, and if you want to interact with me, you can find me on Twitter at S-T-O-C-H-I-T-A underscore R-A-D-U, or on our website at radicalvisuals.noblogs.org, or on my Instagram at S-T-O-C-H-I-T-A dot or full stop r-a-d-u until next week i hope you have a great time and that you take care of one another and not me but us not one individual but a community a revolution is not made by an individual but by a community lots of love down with hatred down with fascism see you